Thank you for coming here this morning, early in the morning. Did you swim this morning? No, this morning I didn't swim, but usually swim. I would have. Yeah, and I was going to call you ahead of time. I didn't. I, I really apologize, but you were here. 7.30, like we said. Of course. As the Germans usually do. We are you very, guys are right up very punctual. punctual. Very punctual. <laughs> on time. On time. So that's right. So being German, you were born in Germany? Yes, I'm born in Germany. Okay, where in Germany? Uh, close to Stuttgart, okay. a town called Weiblingen. Mm -hmm. So there I also grow up. So nowadays basically the city is famous for the big chainsaw maker, Stiel, okay. a very famous German. Yes. And of course Stuttgart is the car city, so we have a lot of industry around. So when you grew up there it's just you and you have an older sister. Yes. And what was life like when you were growing up? Did you learn English right away or did you? Oh no, not. I didn't think like, so. Like at that time it was German have like four four years elementary school and then you choose between like high school, secondary comprehensive or basically Wait, four years of elementary school? Yes. Wait, wait. Kindergarten. Yeah, kindergarten. First, second, third. Third, fourth year of fourth year. Elementary and then then you choose between like high school secondary. you don't have a junior high? Uh, no, not really. No middle school. No middle school. There is basically like, it's three, three school systems. It's, it's basically high school that can lead to university, then secondary comprehensive mm -hmm. uh, school that leads usually like you're, you're becoming a normal employee or like, like, and main school is mainly for not too well educated, say basically construction workers. Or That's called <laughs> main school. Yeah. Okay. Are, are they supported, like one supported by the government? The other no, all are, all are, it's all supported by the government. All supported? All, all. So you don't have any extra expense, so you don't leave school with a big debt? No, not at all. Okay. Not right. at all, and also university is free in Germany. So what did you, what was your course then, when you went through? So I, I started basically with, with the high school, but then being 14-ish, I was not the best student, so mm -hmm. I looped one year, went back to like, uh, I think I did eighth grade twice. And then uh, basically I, I went to secondary comprehensive school and afterwards back to high school. So I, I managed then to, to after the 10th grade, uh, you can go back to a specialized high school, which okay. I did then uh, for electrical engineering. And then that led me to university being an electrical engineer, like master. Then why did, why did you pick that? Did your father, was that something your father did? Uh, no, I was overall interested in electronics at the time. I mm -hmm. did some, my own small circuits okay. and these kind of things. So yeah, and I wanted to do it and it's just like, yeah, engineering was my thing at the time. Okay. What kind of work did your father and mother do? Oh, my father was a, a basically a furniture salesman okay. and my mom first was of course mom <laughs> and then uh, she also studied like uh, extra course for being a beautician mm -hmm. so that she did when I was 
14-ish, I think she started that. Mm -hmm. did both so how many languages did your parents speak? Uh, basically, not really English. <laughs> okay. No, basically German. Just German. German, yes. So with as, as most of the parents at the time, so mm -hmm. not so many people spoke English. So what got you involved? How did, when did you start speaking English? At, during university, because at university it was more like, uh, okay, many study materials were English and, and then I, I... For electronics? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Like, uh, and yeah, overall I, I picked it up and I, I missed it out during high school. I was, I said, uh, French, I, I studied, or you, you have to study basically two languages. I studied French to. and English. Okay. In uh, during and French, I didn't like at all, so that I skipped. And then uh, basically, uh, English was okay, but basically, really in my um, yeah university time, I picked up English. So did you have speaking. English friends? How did you really get involved with it? When did you say you'd say now I've got a handle on it? Yeah, at university there was also some international courses, mm -hmm. and then I also thought yeah like. Okay, only being maybe going to US later or going somewhere abroad, so I have to learn better English. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, and then it turned out ending up in Japan. <laughs> All right. So you know, so you graduate. You graduated from the university with an electronic degree. Uh, yes, master, master of electrical engineering. Okay. And then, what did you do from there? What was your first job? My first job was actually in Japan. So, so the story, the story of being <laughs> being in Japan, is is a little longer. Uh, so, I was first time coming to Japan was with the lifeguards. Actually, I was a lifeguard in Germany with a exchange program, and I was a youth leader of the lifeguards. No, you mean really lifeguard, water lifeguard. A water lifeguard, yes. But I don't understand. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait for a club like. It's volunteer in Germany. All lifeguards are volunteer. Uh, so it's, it's basically initially I was with the swim team. So I, okay. I was a swimmer. Right. You still are. You still are, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I still are. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So first, basically, main sport was swimming, right. and there I, I I went quite far, and then I also trained a lot. So I was also in in basically kind of the German team, and then. But then I, I quit that because I focused on school and then I needed to do something else, swimming, because once you are swimming, you need... The problem is as a runner, you can still run even if you leave the club, right, but right. as a swimmer, you need a pool. So, mm -hmm. so then I, I, I joined the lifeguards and that's voluntary work and, and they give some swim lessons and they do some pool watch mm -hmm. things but also go to the uh, like Baltic Sea or North Sea in, in North Germany in mm -hmm. kind of summer camp and and so there they're basically uh, I was then the youth leader from from my, my my prefecture I would say and the German government and the Japanese government exchange uh, youth leaders on a kind of uh, yeah, regular base. No, you're 18 at this time. Yes, some something a little yeah, 18, 20ish maybe. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I came to Japan and uh, stayed three weeks in Japan with this program and had like homestays and things like that. And oh, did you have any Japanese abilities? Yeah, uh, not at all. Th that was also it's more or less like a travel. No, no Japanese at but all. But you had some English though. 
English, yes. Okay. So, but, and, but of course, communication was really tough in homestay families <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in Niigata. <laughs> and so that was very, very interesting. And, but then at coming back to university, if you study a master uh, degree in Germany, you need to have a three months internship with a company as one of your credits uh, to actually get your certificate at the end of the day. So during that time in Japan, and <laughs> the very interesting topic was the lifeguards were basically matched here in Japan with the Girl Scouts. <laughs> it was a nice match. <laughs> but wait, wait, but these are little girls. These are little girls. No, no, no. They were also the youth leaders. So, oh, so, so the same age. Le leaders, leaders groups, but, okay. but the lifeguards and the Girl Scouts. Okay. So, and then I asked one of them, actually, if she knows someone who can give me an internship. And at that time, she was actually posting uh, or writing to... She was singing in a, in a club, which has a lot, a lot of members. And, and one of them was actually from Hitachi Software. And he said, yeah, they, they would have such kind of programs and I should apply. And I applied and a couple of weeks later, I had my internship in Japan. So I extended from university three months uh, mandatory. I extended to six months. So I came six months to Japan. Uh, to actually work for Hitachi Software Development. Wait, now your three months, you didn't leave after that three months? No, no, I, I left. You and left, and I then you applied, and then you got another six months. Exactly, and then, and then the six, six months I, I spent in Totsuka, uh, between Yokohama and Kamakura. And there I, I, I worked for the Hitachi Software Development Center, and there I then also basically started uh, learning Japanese a little and yeah and then at the end Hitachi was happy with what I did there but didn't and you have to do something completely this is different from you did electronics yes now you're going into software I the master degree of electrical engineering also had a lot of software already at that time and actually one of my specialities was software quality management uh -huh. So, so that matched quite nice and so actually then also for, for Hitachi, I, I also did some, a lot of testing then being an intern for them and during that time I actually also started to give English classes. So I basically studied <laughs> Japanese, I, I, I started Japanese. Uh, but I, for, for, my, for my co-workers, because they, they barely could speak English, so it was, all, again, difficult to communicate. So what I did is basically using an English-Japanese study book to learn Japanese, but on the way, at the evening, I, I taught some English. Basically the same what I learned in, in Japanese, I taught them at the evening. And it helped you improve yours too. Yes, exactly. So that, that was kind of... How many, how many students did you have? At the beginning, only two. Okay. But at the end, after six months, it was over 20 people. <laughs> and you're the only teacher? And I'm the only teacher, yeah. Wow. So that was kind of fun. But so it, it was volunteer at the evening. Right, and, right, and, uh, Basically only picking up and it was, it was good fun. So you did that for six months. After that time, you had to go back? Uh, yes, but in the last week of my internship, basically the, the center president came, came to my desk and thanked me for being there and also said like yeah if you want to come back we offer you a job so they offered me a job 
uh, even not being not graduate, but uh, they said like they want to hire me. Now by that time you're around 22, 21, 22 maybe? No, older already. Oh, you're older already? Yeah, yeah. In, in, in Germany it's, it's like 18 when I came out of uh, like high school. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, one and a half year military service. Oh, you also, because we we skipped all that. Yeah, we skipped that. Wait, 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 but you came here three months first, then you went back, served in the military? No, I, after, after, immediately I went to uh, the military. Is it mandatory in general? Uh, It was at that time mandatory, in the meanwhile, not anymore. From 18? Hmm? Yes, like 18, yes. And at that time, they they just increased from uh, 15 months to 18 months. And, and, and <laughs> so you had to do the 18 months. I had to do 18 months, yes. <laughs> and after that, you're done. Yes, pretty much. Uh, especially then, if you go, if you go, you. I had, I think, for two years, I, I was a kind of reserve, but I, I didn't, I didn't. You didn't have to do anything. Do anything. So then, that's so during that time when you came to Japan for the first three months. It was after your military service. After military service, and then during university, and also basically the master degree is very long. In overall, I studied seven years. Uh, so that's where the difference comes. Yes. Yes. I see. Okay. okay. So, so it's not the normal like so four-year master right, exactly. thing. Like in Germany at that time, it was actually not a master degree. I'm now saying master degree, but it was basically higher diploma engineer like okay, really right. like and and that's basically almost seven years i, I think the fastest guy maybe maybe do it in six but I, mm-hmm. I i because i had the six months internship then in between and so so it was basically seven okay. seven years is it still like that or is it different now that we also adopted internationally to now it's same four year and then uh, then you can go to the doctor <laughs> but like like later story for for here like I once actually compared my curriculum uh, and the German diploma engineer like like for a PhD mm-hmm. you need six hundred points I think in the international system at the moment but uh, adding everything up what I did I ended up having five hundred eighty so, so in principle I would be PhD, PhD. Oh, uh, wow. but not not really now. <laughs> But it's interesting, it, yes, right? Yeah. So, so they did it was completely different school mm-hmm, system. Mm-hmm. So uh, during that university time, then in the last um, like one, that was maybe with twenty five, I, I came for the internship, and then um, I stayed six months. Mm-hmm. Then I went back and I did my master uh, thesis at the uh, Mercedes Benz uh, Development Center. And then I came back to Japan because I took basically the offer, offer from Hitachi, Hitachi. Uh, coming back. But in between, and that was very interesting, in between, uh, of course, I also applied for jobs in Germany. And that was very successful. I, I could basically, I, I was an average student, not the best. Uh, but then I basically applied for 12 jobs and I got 11, 11 jobs exceptions. Uh, exceptions because everything ended up for wow internship in japan so everybody got hooked up because that was so unique no one in, had in, in in my um, area or in my domain and and all of the basically we started the interviews and then after five minutes oh you were in japan so tell me more and then we talked an hour about japan and then it was basically done so but Wolfgang, you're doing all this on your own what about did your parents play any part in this like your father did you talk to him or 
Of course, like, like they, they gave some advice, but that was honestly, um, that was so far for them. No experience, also never studied. So and, and, right. also, and also, since I'm 14, I work for my own money, basically, because the, the, my, my, my parents were really like, like okay, not, definitely not wealthy. So good okay uh, we right. could go to on vacation but uh, not much extra and and then yeah i really earn money since i'm 14 and everything what i have today is nothing so inherited nothing nothing right. uh, you've earned it 100 percent. you've earned it so who did you use to, to you had to have someone was it a teacher during those times when you were really trying to decide you had 11 companies they were offering you a job, plus you're being offered a job, Hitachi. I'm sure you didn't sit in your room and read a book about that. You had to talk to someone. <laughs> who came to your aid? I mean, who was helping you out with this? Uh, I think I think a lot, like like the um, again the the lifeguards, like like the lifeguards. We had a lot of like like the lifeguard organization, uh, which I was working in. There was a couple of young guys uh, who guys and girls who are a little older than me and we run that lifeguard organization almost like a small company it needs to be so it's all all kind of funded by by government funds or or basically by donations and things like that but but I was for example with 18 I was in charge of a 3,000 people weekend in a school where I was basically the, the lead for all that and that needs to be organized. So but I so really liked to, to organize and, and, and to, to yeah, like, like work in, in that team. And with this team, we also got a lot of training classes from right, some so external guys. From saying, okay. And and these these externals were like accomplished um, uh, teachers and leaders. And of course, there I I got a lot of ideas. And I, yeah. That's Do you have any people that you really like magnetized towards that you felt like I really like his style or her style, and I want to know more about this person and how they did it. Mm. I don't really have like like at that age I, I wouldn't remember like who was really my lead guy. Oh, so I, but I, I, there I really started reading a lot of also management books and stuff like that. So, who were some yeah. of your favorite books then? Oh, did, did of, of course, like, like 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 one one of the the books I really like are the the Seven Habits. Uh, that's, that's Richard. That's um um Covey. Yeah. Right, so that um, was that one really struck you. Yes, that's that that I think there I, I learned a lot and also made myself pretty efficient doing things. Let me ask this this question this way: What books do you recommend to your sons, or will you recommend to your sons if they said if they said, "Dad, look, <laughs> what? How do I get to be more like you? What books? Because there's people you don't follow behind people. Mm. I can tell that. Yeah. So, what books would you recommend for me, Dad? Hmm. One definitely, of the seven definitely the seven habits, uh, and then also there's another. All right, I forgot. Like the goal is from uh, Gold Red. The goal. It's it, it's basically a lot about also efficient processes and and it's it's uh, Gold Red writing books 
more like business novel and not really like it, it's not a textbook oh, or no. okay. yeah it's rather a novel. Is, it, is it in German or in English? In English I think you can also get it here in the line. The name the of the book is what? The Goal. The Goal okay yeah. All right. and and basically it's from Gold Red and it's, it's really really interesting especially if you are a little into process optimization and these kind of things so so that and yeah the seven habits I those two books yeah. those are like your Bibles did you grow up religious at all? Uh, not really. Not so much. So, uh, of course, like, like I'm Protestant, but not really. I went to church much, and I'm also not the strongest believer. <laughs> right. You go to Hitachi. You you tell the other eleven companies thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, exactly. I'm going back to Japan. Exactly. I I said like <laughs> okay, no, I I want to challenge. So were they offering you more in money by any chance, Hitachi? Uh, no, that was much less. So that's what I'm saying. I, I would think I, that. that that because like like I was I was in the normal engineer. So I started uh, so during the six months here in Japan for an internship, I stayed at the man's dormitory, Hitachi <laughs> dormitory, and also during my I, I worked for them two years, and I stayed also in a Hitachi dormitory, and and the pay is really low, Minimal, and, and right. uh, it's basically it was I think two hundred twenty thousand yen was my starting. What was your thinking for doing that? What was your thinking? I I thought just like it for for me it was about the experience and not about the money. So it's it's just like I I was confident enough that saying okay already the internship showed me that I can easily find a job afterwards. So I thought okay now getting more experience and more exposure will then say okay after two years when I'm not happy with it then I can come back to Germany and you know and, and, and I definitely I definitely <laughs> get a job so <laughs> so that always worked very well from from a safety net for for myself and at that time I, I was not not really related to someone or therefore a free guy and I, okay. I could easily do that so right and yeah so you in your mid-20s late 20s late 20s late 20s at that time yes and you, you, so you started picking up Japanese as well too, since you were the, yes, were the, only, were the only foreigner in your group? Uh, yes, actually 3,000 people and one foreigner. <laughs> and anyone, <laughs> else, anyone else there speak English? Uh, yes, some of them, but, okay. but, but, but not, not too many. Some of the more high-ranking guys, and, and I try to integrate myself play, and playing in the tennis club and, and doing these uh, kind of different things. And, and yeah, there, of course, you've you got a community, but also forced me to, of course, speak a little more Japanese. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when you left, when you were in Hitachi, then you stayed there for what, two years? Two years, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and that's basically was the reason, like, like during the two years, I did a lot of special programs for them. So I had, I, I traveled a lot around the world because the I was the English speaker. That's right. So and the foreigner. I, I, and a foreigner. I, <laughs> I, I was in charge of requirement engineering for one of the major software products from their side. So I went to US, I, I talked to HP. We did actually, I set up a partnership with HP at the time. And then we, we also did like a development uh, at that time already. This is now 25-ish year, years ago. Um, with India, so uh, we had an exchange. So even 25 years ago, I went to Bangalore to to basically for a couple of days uh, to uh, set up that, and that engineer was your, exchange. That was your first time going to India. Yes, 
That had to be interesting. That was very interesting. And it didn't hurt having Hitachi behind you. Hmm? Yes, of course. <laughs> like, like, like that. That was all organized at the time. Then, of right. course, beautiful. Uh, but, but also, my my boss at the time said, like, you bring everything. You bring your food. You bring your what? your your water, and because everybody got sick. At that time, and and basically, right, they didn't want to have that. <laughs> they told me like, okay, it's a three days trip, and basically you need to carry. We, we fly your business class over there, so you have enough luggage, but you basically eat carry only everything. from your. You don't touch anything because otherwise you end up being right. sick. And honestly, most of the the people got really sick at the I time, know that. I know and the and therefore that was very good advice, mm -hmm. uh, and I followed, and that worked, and. Yeah, and then on basically we started that exchange program, and that was then interesting bringing also the engineers over. So first day in the office, they asked me like, oh, "What's like in Japan?" Like the uh, of five five Indian developers and two ladies and three guys. Uh, and I said, "Yeah, it's formal, so you need to wear suits and it's uh, not casual." So of course, if you tell an Indian lady wearing formal, what does she wear in summer? Right, the whole thing. The sari. The sari, the sari, right. That's what so I, I showed yeah. up, that was the big thing, at the Hitachi Software Development Center with five <laughs> engineers and two, uh, two, two, two ladies uh, of them wearing sari, belly button free, in the full man dominated software development center. That was a show. Do you have pictures of that? Huh? Do you have pictures still? Uh, Just curious. No, That'd be interesting. No, okay. I, I, most likely in Germany. I, okay. At that time, it was not DigiCam, so, so, but, so, but okay. So you did all. You did that. What made you leave Hitachi? The problem was then actually like initially already they since that was a kind of this international department which I had. They immediately and also by age they made me unit manager immediately. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so they actually promoted me from day number one, joining the second time, not as an intern. So, uh, but that basically then didn't, the next step would be manager. But in Japan, manager you become when you're 35. So at that time, I think I was 20, 29. So not, I, I, I didn't want to wait six years. I, I, see. Okay. I said like, and they okay, you, you guys, I did that and that and that. I think I, I had my achievements and I want to get promoted. Uh, but then they said, yeah, yeah, you're already unit manager and yeah, we can't really uh, promote you to manager. The system. And it's just like the system here in Japan, which is really like, it's still, I think nowadays still, it's, it's uh, and, and it's, it's, Really a pity because like young people don't really have the, have the, the chance. And then I I joined an international consulting company. Then here in Japan. Oh, you stayed. I stayed. Uh, but then this company actually sent me back to Germany. So <laughs> a Japanese company. <coughs> no, a, a German subsidiary. Subsidiary. Uh, yes, or a Japanese subsidiary of a German German uh, consulting company. And then I spent four years uh, in Germany uh, being a management consulting director for, uh, for uh, a company, mainly focusing on business process optimization. And there I, I also became kind of, I worked very close with the professor and we also 
wrote a book about process optimization. What's the name of the like, book? like a chapter, a chapter. Okay, a chapter. A, a chapter of the book. Was it in German? Uh, uh, that was in Germany. In Germany. Okay. And my my part was about uh, real time enterprise. So basically, how to measure. Uh, companies performance in real time and uh, so yeah also there became kind of kind of famous in in the community had a lot of speeches at conferences and now you're in your 30 you're about 30 now yes 30 okay. ish and yeah between yeah 30 mm -hmm. 30 to 34 mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, but, but uh, during that time, my company also sent me many times back to Japan to fix problems. Like every six to eight weeks, I had a trip to Japan. So flying a lot, uh, like back and forth. But then, yeah, then I also made a decision. Like, like I, I figured that Japan had a lot of the subsidiary back then. Uh, um, so, yeah, and then... Uh, in in between here in Japan also was then that I I talked with other guys and maybe joining or buying partially their company and uh, that was company Endeavor so that's now 16 years ago and I or then at that time uh, we just decided okay we we want to try our own business in now when in, you say we you had partners now. No, at that time, basically my my wife. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. So where did she come in the picture? Wait, she, <laughs> she, she just materialized. <laughs> boop. <laughs> so between the five years, did you get married while you were working with that company over that five years? Yes. In between there. Yes. How indeed. long had you been with the company before you got married? Uh, I think that was in the fourth year we got married. Okay, so mm. just and I'm, you're probably pretty dissatisfied by that time anyway with the company. Yes, exactly. Like, like there were not, not, not much going on. But, but the story for, for Ute, my wife, is more complicated. <laughs> so initially, she actually was my lifeguard student. <laughs> so yes, so totally illegal. But this, but, but, but this is part of that group that you always have been a part of. Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. But okay. So we, we dated for a year. And then but we, no one knew about it? No, of course, everybody knew about How it. How did you say it was illegal? Because she, she was underage and I... Oh, okay. Oh, no, tell me. Okay, okay. All right. She was so, younger than she needed to be. Okay. Yeah. No. And, and with the consent of the parents, that's all, all fine in Germany. Okay. So, it, it, right. so we dated a year. <laughs> but then we actually uh, split and we were split for eight years. And then... Oh, wait, on purpose or just because of your job? No, on purpose because it, it the age difference was then a seven years age difference, so it didn't didn't work for her for me at that time, and okay. and then uh, yeah, and overall it was it was good, but then uh, eight years later, uh, I was I was during that time I was in Japan, uh, and then my best friend got married, and I was the best man, and wait, 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 but I'm missing something. Wait, you said you're in the company. You got married four years into the company. That you were with for five years, yeah, but 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 that's now all overlapping. Oh, so that's right. so four years with that company, and but there before I was in Japan, right? And you already knew her. Mm -hmm. Go on. Yeah, yeah, and and I already knew her, of course, mm -hmm. because uh, I I knew her from when I was twenty one. So oh, okay. very so she was always there. She was always there, and then okay. then in between my time working at that time actually for 
Hitachi uh, just about to change the job, I was in Germany and basically uh, asking, uh, were asked to be the best man for my friend. And he asked me like, do you bring someone from Japan or uh, who shall I invite for you? And then since, since she also knew him, I, I said, well, why not? So at that time I didn't have really like a, a girlfriend here in Japan. So then I said like, why not invite her? for that uh, wedding. And then uh, during the wedding, I asked if she wants to come with me to Japan and she said yes. And, and then she quit her job, uh, came also to Japan, uh, joining me. And then uh, I left Hitachi and I joined the other consulting company and they also had a budget for housing. So she, she came and uh, then, uh, yeah, she stayed just nine months and then the company basically decided to transfer us back to Germany. So that was not our decision to... Well, so she was with you during the time, those five years you were with that company? Yes, of she course. She was already with you, so, okay. Yeah. But you didn't marry her? You weren't No, married. no, no, we, we, we just like... Living uh, together. But living you, together. Oh, I got it, and okay. Very, that's very now like, I won't say like my sons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so. So, so yeah, and, and, and then... Oh, so she's been that's, that's why, like, like we... She quit her job after nine months. She went back to Germany, kind of also stupid uh, at that time. And then, what was stupid? What do you mean, stupid? How? No, like, like, look, you. She came to Japan. She gave up her whole job in Germany, right? Just to to work uh, or to come for With me you, to right, Japan. And you, and you didn't get married. No, and we didn't get married at the time. And then, and and then, basically. Nine months later, we were told to go back to Germany and she st started over with finding a new job and, and everything. Right. And so, yeah, and, and so the, the whole Japan adventure for, for both of us was not uh, our decision to, to stop. So it was always kind of like, and we both like Japan, so, so therefore it was always like, ah, we want to go back in somehow. Mm -hmm. And then that with the other company, it didn't work out uh, because I said like, of course I could, be in Japan for them, uh, but then they made the decision not to have me, or, or basically I, I quit and they didn't do something about it right. because it was only written on paper. And I thought he maybe starts thinking about, uh, it. Thinking about it, but then somehow they, he went back and checked and checked. But then I, I said, okay, it's it's okay. And then yeah, and then I basically packed my two suitcases and. Uh, got some money and uh, then I joined, came to Japan. But you guys were married now? This time yes, this at time that time we were married. And then first I, I, I came three months earlier than uh, Ute to mm -hmm. Japan just to check it out. But you didn't have kids yet, did you? No. No kids yet? No, okay. like, uh, no kids. Right. So, so we both arrived in Japan, two suitcases each and maybe 100,000 euro cash. And that was the start of... But you had some... Uh, no, you had something here that you were coming for. No. Zero. Zero? Zero. But you had, to, you had some connections, though. Yes, I had some, of course. I, had I, connections. I, I had connections for, mm -hmm. my, for my time and from mm -hmm. the consulting mm -hmm. company. And, and you used and, them, and, and I used them. But, but as said, like, like I wanted to join rather like another consulting company. Mm -hmm. But that didn't work out. The guy didn't really... Yeah... He talked more than he actually, uh, at the Deliver. end of the day, delivered. So yeah, we, 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 we started fresh, basically, uh, set up the, the company. 
the two of us, yes. So the, so the company you have now is the both of you? Yes. Like, so like Ute is a silent shareholder, yes. She doesn't do she's much. She's not that silent. She's strong as she can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you like to call her that. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, so how long have you had your company now? 16 years. And the name of it? Mm-hmm. What's the name of your company? Endeavor SPC. Endeavor SPC. What's mm-hmm. the SPC? Strategic Business Consulting. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's neat. So, in your main focus with the company was? Or is At that time, it's, it's still like, like process optimization and also in the meanwhile developed. I have a strong IT background. We're also implementing, in particular now for one industry specifics, we're also Im- implementing SAP, the big German like ERP software, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically changing the whole infrastructure within organizations, mm-hmm. like uh, from, uh, from finance through logistics. No, it's uh, called what? S- SAP. SAP. Does Sa- it have anything to do Sa- with the um, blockchain? Is it technology? Nothing. Uh, no, no, it, it's, it's, nothing it's not blockchain. It's, it's really ERP. It's, it's, it's um, enterprise resource planning. It's from finance, as I said, to logistics. I see. And, and yeah, I, I, got, I got quite lucky uh, at uh, basically coming to Japan. There was like one, one stopped project at uh, like Adidas Japan here. And I worked for Adidas before in Germany. And then uh, basically that was not like, like I said before, there was no infrastructure of the company for me. But I had basically that project, which but was really lucky shot because that just developed in the last months before I left uh, Germany. I got contacted that there is a problematic project in Japan. And I said, I'm anyway coming. <laughs> so uh, do you want me to help there? And so then I actually, from day number one in Japan, I had at least a paid job uh, as a consultant. For Adidas? For Adidas. And how long did that last? Initially, the contract was six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I needed to basically save the project and uh, have a kind of task force job. I finished the job in four and a half months. And then we restarted the project and I became the project uh, manager. So overall, that was then almost two years. I continuously worked for Adidas. For Adidas. So name some of the companies that you've dealt with, that the companies you're dealing with. You're still dealing with quite a few companies, aren't you? Um, yes, like from from a customer point of view or, or my other companies which I develop with. Well, explain, explain. Yeah, so of course, like, like that first, from Adidas' point of view, I, I got really specialized in, in that SAP software for fashion and sports companies. So later on, I did Dome Corporation here in Japan, which is basically Under Armour. Uh, I did Amos Sports, which is the brands Wilson, Salomon, Sunto, and these companies. Uh, I did several other large ones, uh, mainly in the fashion sports area. And at the moment, I, that I can't talk about <laughs> from the names. Uh, I'm dealing with one of the largest uh, Japanese sports 
uh, companies. Now, is it just only you and your wife, or do you have a team of people working with you? No, no, in the, the team grows. In the meanwhile, we, we are a lot. And, and my wife is, at the moment, basically, she does her own business. Okay. Uh, so she's a physiotherapist and personal trainer. So she runs her own business, so that's, that's different. And then over the years, like, like, okay, it was mainly process optimization, fashion, sports, um, company focus. And then uh, actually, like one of the companies asked me, can you help on retail? Because that was more like wholesale focused. And I said, oh, I have not much experience in, in retail. So, but I think about it, what I can do. And then actually, I thought about the, my business where I'm in and I thought also each of the, the at that time wholesalers want to become retailers by themselves over the years. So I thought, okay, I need to study retail. So how to study retail the best? Do it yourself. So what I did, I, I picked a small brand, uh, which I saw on a designer exhibition in, in Germany, which is uh, messenger bags. And I asked if he wants to have a distribution in Japan. And he said, initially, almost like, I have no idea if I want. And I convinced <laughs> him, basically. And then we, we started with a pop-up store. And that's maybe now 12 years ago. Uh, first in Jiogaoka, having a pop-up store. Then I basically got a store in Daikanyama. And we almost had a store for 10 years in Daikanyama. Uh, selling German designer bags and also other designer products over time. So we learned retail by doing it. And at that time also, we moved from a smaller store, maybe 30 square meter to 75 in the same building. And But there we, we basically had a part of the consulting office was also there. So we could basically, during the week, Daikanyama is not so, so heavy. Uh, like traffic uh, so we worked in the and when occasionally someone came in during the week then we could easily attend them so really hands-on retail and that was then also very impressive for my large corporates that you're doing uh, it yourself you're actually exactly and right. then of course being an electrical engineer we also started implementing all the gadgets like like which are new technology like geofencing and what's geofencing geofencing is when you walk into like you you get sometimes advertisement very particular for the area where you are in on your mobile phone right. and that's called geofencing so the mobile phone knows and at that time it it started off with so-called small beacons which are electronic devices which basically uh, can interact with your phone so at that time, in the, in the really early starts of that, we could send trigger messages, basically, if you walk past my store, like it, it, you get a message on your screen, basically, like come in or this. So that's happening a lot now? Yeah, yeah. It's the, everywhere. It's the whole people, coupon, people, the whole coupon thing. People aren't aware yeah. of it now. And most of them are not aware yeah, of it. Yeah, we're not aware of it, no. Yeah, you, just, you just look at your phone. All right. That's the privacy settings, which is now you should really maintain. And, that's right. And that's, even even sometimes you 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 have a search you have facebook open you have a search and then later you get exactly that advertisement on your that's mobile right, phone that's right. so that's the kind of that's geofencing. it's geofencing but that a lot of other technology is now also involved but that was the early start so i used basically my store to to also showcase new technology and and the store was also easy changeable 
so we could make it completely wide so we also had some market introductions uh, some uh, almost like a showroom uh, and yeah it was good fun and then with that I got more and more know-how in retail so then actually brands came to me and asked for help like especially European brands in trouble and one of them was a German leatherback brand like Brie and I and in between I also started doing so-called interim management which is basically like helping out companies either setting them up uh, providing them the initial setup then look for other uh, like like senior managers and then uh, let them go again so so you were doing you're doing several different jobs so you were also executive search as well no executive search you'd ha you'd ask someone to do that I asked but okay. but for example overall over the years now I think I founded at least 25 <laughs> to 30 companies in Japan and in all different areas uh, including medical device company I and and many times they have a distribution here in Japan but then they want to have their own subsidiary and then how to do it and yeah in the meanwhile I think I'm quite well known to be practical and uh, quick in execution so I can set up a Japanese company four to six weeks longest so when people contact you if they contact your company mm -hmm. from anywhere from anywhere and basically. they want to do something here uh, exactly and 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 they're of course my strengths because also they are more the recommendations come from is mainly Europe Europe European companies mm -hmm. and yeah and from my background being process specialist and basically uh, helping companies to have more efficient and lean processes mm -hmm. uh, that of course also helps then setting up these companies so over the years we did a lot of lot of different uh, things and you had uh, something re I was just telling you before we started it was last year or something and there was a really you were really excited about something did you just, you launched some project or yeah it's like, like last year we, we then also started a new new brand so which is uh, which is Eichner Eichner I, Munich it's a very yes uh, very famous German but then what, weren't they here already? They'd been here and then they didn't make it. They were exactly. Here. They they've been here they came many in, many many years ago. They came in the seventies. <coughs> so and they then came in the seventies and they went down. Went down. They were popular for a second, then they went down. And, and then they, they found me again. Like like this is exactly what what. Ah. Uh, so they they then they heard about it and they anyway wanted to come back to to Japan. But now there they is that guy, right. uh, that German guy who knows about bags anyway in Japan. Ah. <coughs> and that's why why we we basically relaunched. That's why you're standing in front of the store. That was the yeah. opening yes. of the brand new store. Is that Horajika? That was that was basically uh, in Lake Town. It's, Lake it's Town, outlet, Lake Town right. out, outlet mall. Yes, right. and Beautiful yeah, and, store. and in the meanwhile, we have six, eight stores and uh, quite. Now some of up. these some of these you you actually invest in and they become yeah ownership. That's is that one of them? That's one of them. Yes, <laughs> that's yours. And Brie, like like Brie, I helped and I bought it. <laughs> uh, but so it's yours now. It's mine right. now. So like the Japan operation, mm -hmm. and then I have uh, shoes, kind of Schmenger shoes, and just recently, um, in August, I bought 
Mephisto shoes. So I took over Mephisto Japan, basically invested. I bought over 20,000 pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wear them all at the same time. <laughs> no. <laughs> and <clears throat> so, yeah, that's, that's my, 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 my business. Style. And you either, enjoy that. Either, enjoy yes, that. I, I do quite a bit. And now and then also many other companies. I'm, okay, so I'm, you, I'm you, I know you're in the apparel business. You've yeah. done that. What about sportswear? I'm not sportswear, but I mean equipment. Because I know you're an avid swimmer. Mm. You love skiing. Yes. You love cycling. Yes. You love boating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait, 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 wait. What else have I missed? No, no. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Those are the areas that I know you're very strong in. Yeah. So, which of those are you really focusing on? Or all of them? Do you have something in each one of those areas too? No. Like, like I, I, I don't have any uh, equipment company uh, at all. No. no. At the moment, yeah, as, as said, what do I have? I have uh, bags. I, I, I have three back brands in the meanwhile. So it's Brie, Eichner, and Porsche Design. I Porsche have, Design is yours. Yes. Okay. Then I have Mephisto and Kenner Schmengel shoes. And I have Fras scarves. And yeah, that's it. So you're, you're in the apparel so far yes. right now. And but at the moment we're talking you know about uh, no, some other areas. There are some other areas uh, okay. So you are going to continue expand. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 almost it comes to me. I'm I'm not advertising. It's just like projects come to me. When you're good, it's like a good restaurant. Yeah, it's word of mouth. Yes, that's definitely. I'm 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 doing zero point zero advertisement. Yeah, it's really like it. It's not nowadays. You don't need to if you're really good at what you're doing. Let me ask you this: What do you see in the future? Are you going to stay in Japan? Do you plan on staying here indefinitely, or do you think about going back to Germany, or is there some other place in the world? It's that that I think it's not not really decided. We have a couple of years where, where the kids uh, still go to school. And because how old are your sons now? Um, the sons are now twelve and fourteen. Twelve and fourteen. So still a couple of years to go, and also from for my my own. Once with twenty five, I said I only want to work with 50, until fifty five. That would remain another three years, but that might get a little extended but i definitely don't want to do that craziness what i'm doing now for over 60 years I'm, i don't I want to do that because that's a lot of just uh, logistically you move yeah, around too much exactly and and also of course it's it's quite demanding it's uh, in germany like this type of self-employed uh you you it, it's a word called selbstständig okay. which means basically you work by yourself and always, and that's honestly the truth. <laughs> that is true. That's true. But do you, have, you, you don't you have people working with you? Of course, of course. In but the meanwhile, my whole organization is over fifty people. Right, so but, this, but they're grouped in teams. You you yeah. only call them when you need them. No, they they are in 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 teams. The consultants. They are mainly they. We are such a specialized bunch of guys. Okay. Uh, they are all independent. That's basically. what I'm saying. And I'm, I mean, I'm, right. I'm basically just, just 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 bring them together to okay. deliver these kind of projects. Exactly. But but yes. of course in the retail we we have overall I think 15, 16 stores. I got you. So they uh, have to be there. That's different. So so there we have employees and yes. and also in the in the in the office back office for business development mm -hmm. and marketing and and things like that. So there I have my team of course, but still like yesterday I worked the whole day and even Sunday. Uh, yeah. It's just like it's never really stops and mm -hmm. especially also with this new technology. 
you always need to study so it's not that you can uh, can easily uh, stay That's true. and but you're still enjoying it right now yes of course i'm i'm enjoying it as said i want to do it less and less over over the years but i think i, I built now something which is uh, quite nice and also successful so therefore yeah we keep going as well, don't you see your sons morphing into that? I mean, it was, it's available to them if they're interested. Yes, but but it's also a long long way to it. Like like first they need to study that would give them another ten fifteen years. Right, but you uh, know how fast. Listen, you know by now how fast that goes. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we'll be talk, We'll be sitting down again, and I'll say, you remember ten years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah that's we'll that's right here. That's that's true. Of course, it's available, but but on the on the contrary, it's also like. Uh, yeah, maybe just hand it over and and uh, help them to do something else, or uh, because like consulting company is not not like it's it's a lot it's with in, 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 in my my person exactly and and then it's kind of more more difficult. I, I rather look at the moment one of the employees. He's he's a, also a German, but got married to a Japanese lady. He he works also for his part of the business. Uh, quite successful and he learns the other areas so he's a little my prince for uh, for yes. basically the for the endeavor uh, business and for the others yeah let's see over time what what will mm. develop wow i want to thank you for your time most of all anything you'd like to end with anything else i believe we're gonna have to do this again because you're constantly moving and mm. that's what i think people want to hear mm. that it's not an end and you're going to tell them eventually that there's no such thing as retiring no, exactly. Like, like um, no I, I, I will not be good in retiring. <laughs> definitely no. not. And and what? <laughs> maybe that's how I. What I tell my maybe that's a good last that's sentence. Good last uh, what I always tell my employees is the only thing. What I because everybody is job description and stuff like that uh, asking for and and said I, I really can't give much job description to you. So the only thing what I can promise is that no day is the same as the previous day right. and that honestly this is also my driving force for whatever I'm doing um, I would be very bad in basically doing always the same uh, kind of routine work so I always like to challenge new things and that's basically the driving force behind everything what I'm doing thank you so much one more time thank <laughs> okay. you again. thank you I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast make sure you press like subscribe and never forget it's all on loan Continue to reach for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed.